Hey, this is Chris and Jan Woodruff, and you are listening to the Hindsight Podcast, where we sit down with people and we take a look back at what we can learn from a very specific season in their life. Hey, everybody. It's Friday here when we're recording this, so happy Friday. Chris is here with me. Hey, everybody. And we are getting ready to introduce our uh, next person that we got to sit down with, um, Misty Page, is a dear friend of ours. We've known Misty for well over 20 years. She is a single mom of two. She's got a boy and a girl. And um, I had the pleasure of meeting her actually when she first moved to Atlanta, and she was a new single mom of two small children. So what makes this podcast uh, special is that I've really gotten, and Chris and I have both gotten to see her evolve and her whole family evolve over these years. Her kids are both married and she has recently become a grandmother in the last year. Woohoo, congrats Misty. So she's now getting to reap the benefits of parenting and just be the cool grandmother that gets to spoil and not worry about all the discipline and the child rearing. That's right. Um, But in this episode, you'll learn a lot about the decisions she's had to make as a single mom, how she's built a tribe around her of people to help fill in the gaps where she can't do it on her own. And I think for me, that's one of the biggest things we've learned is regardless parenting, you you need a tribe. So um, Yeah, there's just a lot uh, that we can learn from Misty. Uh, whether you're a single parent or just parents in general, there's a lot that Jan and I took just from our time with Misty and things that we've been able to see and, and incorporate into how we parent our kids. So I think you guys are all going to find that you can pull something out as well uh, in what we got to sit down and talk through Misty about. So let's jump right on in uh, with Misty Page. We are finally sitting down with Misty Page, and for those of you who are listening, this has taken three times for us to get together. We had some technical (laughs) issues that happened at first, second time we had a new problem with some software, and now we are finally here in person. So we are very excited to sit down with Misty. Um, I've known Misty for a better part of 17 years. Um, When I was single and she was a newly single parent, um, we were in the same little fellowship group through our church. So we thought it would be great to sit down with you and um, get some perspective from a single parent view who now has two grown children. And um, so let's just jump in. We would love for you, first of all, thank you so much for enduring three times trying to hook up with us. You're welcome. And, um, I'm excited to be here. If you can just give us a high level so people who are listening can learn a little bit about you, your family, your kids' ages, names, etc., and then we'll jump into some other questions. Sure. Um, I have two kids who are, like you said, grown adults now. My son is Scott. He is 25. And my daughter, her name is Rachel. She is 23. They both are independent young professionals working, and um, it's been really neat to see them in this stage of life. I have been a single parent since they were two and four. So that's a lot of years And that's about not too far after that did we meet. We met when they were six and eight. Okay. So I had been a single parent for a few years. Right. um, But I had just moved to Georgia when we met. Right. So it's been a, been a, a long road. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as you think back the season that they're in today, and you guys have journeyed through various seasons and stages, um, tell us about what your relationship looks like with them today, where they're at. Yeah. Um, it's kind of one that's evolved into friendship, advisor, mm. supporter, encourager. Um, 
We keep in touch. You know, my son lives in Arizona and my daughter lives here in Atlanta. We keep in touch through all forms of text, uh, Snapchat, um, <laughs> FaceTime. But um, it's, it's definitely, they have their own lives and um, I just try to figure out how I can fit into their lives and, and support them. Yeah, that's cool. No, that's great to hear. That's what we're wanting to sit down and learn with. I think what we can learn a lot from you because that's what we ultimately want with our kids. You know, we're a good season behind you. And so trying to look forward to when they are in college, out of college, how do we have that relationship mm-hmm. where we are staying connected to, to, to make sure that, you know, we, uh, we have that friendship. Yeah. Um, in the future. Yeah. Uh, they did not have a dad that was involved. Um, even to this day, uh, I'll just say very minimal involvement and very minimal engagement in their life from the time they were young till today. Gotcha. So you've had definitely the hard road. I mean, oftentimes there's dual parents parenting, even though they're in separate homes, but you really had it solely for yourself. Yeah, I think either either way, if there's two parents trying to parent together, divorced, or just one parent trying to do it on their own, there's different challenges that come with each. Yeah. I didn't have to factor in someone else's schedule and schedule opinions. Stuff. Right. Right. Um, I, I called all the shots, but then that also meant I was the only one calling all the shots. And yeah. so yeah. there's either way you go, it's challenging. Sure. But yeah, it was, it was me. Yeah. Filling two roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. absolutely. So if we were going to, talk to your kids what do you think they would say about your relationship if we called them up and sat them down and said hey tell us about what your relationship is with your mom I think they both would say that we have a good relationship that I'm supportive um Mm -hmm. I I know we were just when I mentioned we were out in Arizona Mm -hmm. Scott had some significant car repairs Mm -hmm. that he wasn't financially able to cover and I just said I'm gonna help you and this is how I'm gonna help you and then you'll pay me back and he made a comment afterwards and he was like he just said, thanks, Mom, that really helps a lot. And I, I had received the support of my parents when I was younger, and that made a big difference to me that I knew that they were there for me. Yeah. And I just said, I said, this is what my parents did for me, and I want to help you as much as I can. And he just said, thank you. You are showing me what it means to be a good parent. Mm. And that's great. So hopefully that's what they think. Yeah, yeah. that's so. awesome. I love hearing that. Very cool. What season has been your favorite when you think you've gone through a lot of seasons with your kiddos? Is there one that sticks out as a highlight? I made a decision a long time ago that I would be very intentional and very present in each season, and that came after wishing a season away. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> was it two or three-year-olds by any chance? I think every Just season. Just wanted to see if that was a common thread. Maybe been, I supposedly would have felt school, that way. Just say that. <laughs> Great. That's encouraging because that's right right where we're headed. That's great. Thank you, Misty. Um, No, I just realized how quickly each season would go. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to embrace every season and be very present in it because I knew that it's going to pass really quickly. So I love different things about all the seasons. I don't know that I have a favorite, but... um, But I do remember making that intentional decision. Yeah, which is great. That is good because it's it's fleeting. The time mm -hmm. is just on fire. Yeah. I think I especially realized that when um, Scott was going into his senior year. And I knew he only had one more year at home. And 
I remember this moment very specifically because um, we pulled into the garage. Both of the kids were in the car and they were fighting. And I was like, I, I pulled into the garage, I put the car in park and I said, no one's getting out of this car. And I just said, listen, we only have one more year left together as a family and we will not spend it fighting like this. Yeah. We are going to make the next year a great year with some great memories mm-hmm. and I just, they, I'm sure they were like wide-eyed and staring at me like crazy <laughs> Please lady. get out of the car now. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just um, really wanted to make sure we never missed all of what each season had. Yeah. Did that help having oh, yeah. that conversation? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yep. Especially at that age, because I think at that age they get it. Yep. You know, they were high schoolers. They're starting to, to understand yep. the value of that. Yep. Um, so that's cool. That's great to put the foot down. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned middle school. I have to go there as being a yeah. hard season. What made that hardest or memorably hard? Um, <laughs> I just think it's any middle schoolers going through so many, like, peer pressure, hormonal yeah. changes, social pressure. Uh, it's, it's just, like, a pressure cooker. Yeah. Right. So um, in, trying to be independent but not really knowing what that means. Like, there's just so many factors involved in middle school that it just made it really hard. So, yeah. question. So, you, you have each gender, mm-hmm. and we have, obviously, two boys and a girl. Can you give us just a brief snapshot of middle school um, challenges, girl versus boy, and maybe where that played um, out? I think I've blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Um, I think for Scott... It was uh, really probably finding his voice and figuring out how to be um, a guy and um, independent. Mm-hmm. Rachel, I think, has more of the stronger personality, and she would always overpower a lot of things. But and for her, it was um, not in a bad way, but she just had the stronger voice out of the two sure. usually. And um, But I think that for her, it was a lot of peer pressure. And... Um, emotional ups and downs and that sort of thing and and I think for Scott it was just um, he was probably a smaller guy not like he always wanted to play a lot of sports but hadn't really hit that growth spurt yet and struggling with that Mm -hmm. and there's just so much that comes with middle school Hmm. any secret sauce recipes that would help you or someone who's getting ready to go through that season Um, remember it's a season and not like you're not stuck in middle school forever yeah. and be consistent. And it's really important to set the foundation before they get there. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the really important thing is um, if you go into middle school, not being prepared, that's one thing. But if you've been intentional in building and investing in your kids before middle school, just hang on and you will come out on the other side. Yeah. And I love the consistent comment because they're mm-hmm. getting to the age and we I, we can see this now in our oldest um, they're getting to the age where they notice mm-hmm. the inconsistency mm-hmm. you can get away with it when they're a little yes. younger you yeah, know, they may right. not pay as much attention yeah but now he's starting to pay attention and if we're not consistent he notices that yeah um, so yeah I think that's great yep. that's a great perspective S- Scott um, you know he's 25 and obviously older and starting to be reflective about some of these things or realize some of these things. And he just made a comment a couple a month or so ago about um, my parenting style and being consistent because mm-hmm. he had noticed another parenting style. And 
I was like, you think I was consistent? Because I felt it was the hardest thing for me as a sure. single parent. Because yeah. I would just get so tired. Or I'm like, oh, sure. is this the right thing? Or is this the right thing? And he said, yeah, you were always, like, he felt I was a consistent parent. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm really glad to hear that. Because I thought probably that was <laughs> what took 25 years for me until I could get that <laughs> affirmation. But hey, that's so good. Yeah. Well, well I wasn't sure I was. And great compliment, yeah, though. That that's is, awesome. Yeah. So great. That's great. So thinking through those um, couple seasons and just even the comments that you've made up to this point, I, and I may even be answering it myself. What do you think has had the greatest impact on making those relationships? Is it the consistency? Is it time spent? Is it travel? Like, what do you feel like if you could maybe nail it down to one thing for imp- us for impacted your relationship? So it is healthy where it is now. Yeah. Um, I think because we started so young as um, just because they were so young and we started as a single parent family mm-hmm. um, and unit it was kind of like we were a team um, going through things together. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to Georgia when they were six and eight, and there wasn't a lot of family support around for me. So um, it was kind of like we just – I never, ever said this or defined us that way, this way, but it felt like we were a team kind of going mm-hmm. into the world. And um, I think we were just developed a lot a very close relationship because of that, and I think – that was one thing. Being consistent um, is another. Um, always having open conversation with them. I was always never afraid to dive into the hard subjects, um, to have open conversation on, about things, to call them on things. Um, so I just always kept those lines of communication open. And I think that has laid the path that we are at today where we can have good com- communication mm-hmm. and relationships. That's great. What kind of, as you were, uh, you know, going through some of these seasons, uh, middle school, for us, especially, you know, as we're heading into the middle school, high school, did you have any kind of just like family guidelines or I know you talked about, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this as a team, but was there anything that you guys did or that you put in place where you said, okay, these are some of the the guidelines we're going to have as a family, as we're Mm-hmm. You know, going mm-hmm. through middle school, high school, whether it's um, different things you just knew you were going to do together mm-hmm. as a family, or, or did any, what, what did that look like yeah. for you guys? I don't think I ever like officially would defi- had defined anything. I mean, I, it was um, dishonesty was not tolerated. That mm-hmm. was really a big thing for me. Like, um, so honesty was a really high value in our family. Um, but as far as like doing things together, like. We would have family movie nights on Friday nights where it was, I'd order a pizza, we would um, put a movie on and, you know, be on the floor in the family room watching a movie. Yeah. Those were probably some fun memories, and we did that up until uh, middle school, and even in high school, like, if mm-hmm. there was, I mean, they get more busy and have more active social schedules, so right. but right. if there was ever a a free night, that would be, would that would be a fun memory and thing we would try to revert back to yeah um but um I don't know it was a lot of times Chris it was just like hold on life is moving so fast (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly sure um both of the kids played a lot of sports Mm -hmm. and it was really important for me to be at their games and um soccer matches um track meets that sort of stuff so I think they always knew that I made them a priority even though I was working 
um, it was a priority for me to not miss um, their sports or academic events. So I guess it was important that I always made them feel like they were um, a really high value in my life. Yeah. As you look back, um, and for a, maybe a single parent that's listening right now, and you can look back on the season and you can think, um, is there something that you can say, hey, I wish I would have done this or maybe put this in place? Hindsight 2020, um, you're in the thick of it. Like you said, you're just going, you're mm-hmm. busy. So mm-hmm. no, no fault, but it's, yeah. hey, looking back going, oh, you know what? I really wish I would have been able to do this. Yeah. Um, um, I was probably more of, um, on the serious side of things and making sure that everything got taken care of. I probably wish we had had more fun. Um, that I had stopped to like, okay, we're just gonna do this, you know, thing. Or be spontaneous. Yeah. Or, yeah. And it wasn't like there were times money was really tight, and it wasn't like we could do fun, you know, go do stuff a lot of times. But I wish I had found ways to probably have more fun instead of being like, okay, we got to do our chores, we got to do this, we gotta, we gotta, gotta. So yeah. it would be fun. Yeah, that's, that's great. One. And that's I don't I think that's not just for any single parent. I mm-hmm. For any parent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's just a good mentality. But I can see where you're weary, yeah, and you're coming home from a job, and you don't have the extra person to tag in with. So that I can see where you just kind of get into okay, homework, dinner, bed, yeah, check, go, yeah, and we've made it through another day, yeah, kind of mentality. I get that. Scott totally and Rachel would go to bed at 7.30 until they were, like, in middle school, oh. and they remind me of this now, and I'm like, <laughs> I just needed those hours at night to be, like, reset, recharge, get ready for the next day. And yeah, I mean, and they were, they slept, so it didn't hurt them. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I wish we could do that. We are off the charts. <laughs> yeah, we, we, different... don't, we don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. 7.30 is... It used to be like that for our first, so for much. CJ. Yeah. And then Ty came, and they kind of modeled that. And then now our third, she just goes to bed whenever everybody else goes to bed. Because yeah. she doesn't want to miss out, and we're just active. Yeah. And so... But, but Scott and Rachel were very close in age, true. too. So yeah. we were always kind of moving through the same Which is helpful. Season seasons together. together. That's great. That mm-hmm. is really good. So you had, you know, in this day and age, there's a lot of tough things that are presented. Drugs, alcohol, sex, videos, games, etc. How did you navigate that? I mean, and things are a little yeah. bit different because your kids are now in their 20s, so social media wasn't really as big of a deal. Yeah. Um, even our electronics were different. Yeah. So maybe what things did you have that you had to talk through, and how did you go about that? Um, definitely um, drugs, dating, sex, drinking. The, I mean, those were real. definitely always been issues. I probably always just handled them directly and would approach the, the conversation like, okay, now it's we're going to talk about this, and... Or I see this happening, I want to talk to you about this. But I would definitely approach the conversation. Um, I would just not ignore it, and I would approach it head on. Um, I always tried to make sure I was staying relevant um, mm-hmm. as far as music. Um, even as the kids got older, social media, that's why I said we Snapchat and we FaceTime and we do all these things. I'm on social media as much as they are right now, and I think it's really important to know what your kids are experiencing and absolutely that is a huge one you're right stay relevant to what they're listening to be interested in what they're listening to it just gives you more leverage like if I could get in the car and Scott could put on the music he likes it's going to open a channel for communication 
far easier than if I'm like, no, we're not listening to that. You know, so just always keep those doors open and choose your battles. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Really good. I think that's super important uh, because, like you said, it creates influence, Mm -hmm. Um, and and that's what we ultimately want. Mm -hmm. Um, As much as we may not want them listening to whatever they're listening to, exactly. Um, we may have to endure. Yeah. I'm like, how many times did I hear that word in that song? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. And it doesn't I, have the that. E next to it when they download it on iTunes. So at least they know that there's a list of words and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. But I think that is so huge um, because my natural tendency is, and because we're on that cusp from, we still have elementary school ages, yeah. so there's still a level of control you have and you want to protect and then yet there's that middle schooler we have now who needs more freedom and needs to self explore. And so my natural tendency is, is to probably shut down. And I am learning that when I am interested, when I am open to their thing, they are like an open book. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have the keys to the door. You know what I mean? I can either shut the door by being no, 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 or that's not the way to go or show me what's going on. And that, it's amazing how quickly they turn just, and if, if you're grinning and bearing it, like this is so not what I want you listening to or, right. but it does yeah. open a lot more conversations that I have found. So that's something for me that I want to continue to, to yeah. work out. Yeah. Were any of those tougher than the others? Well, probably, um, sex with my conversation with my son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was not an, unawkward conversation you know puberty I would think yeah you know um I had a great married couple that came alongside us and helped with things like teaching Scott how to shave and those things but um there were definitely I'm like no one else is going to have this conversation and um I want to be the person who influences this rather than defer to somebody else on it so um yeah that was tougher um so with that so if you're going to give some advice to a single parent out there, uh-huh. say a single mom that has has boys. Yeah. And a dad that's not involved. Yeah. Bringing along another cup. I mean, what? How do you? How should they go? They're looking ahead, going, okay, my my boys are in elementary school. I haven't even thought about shaving or yeah. haven't. What What advice would you give them? Um, well, in in um, a, a broader perspective. I think it's always great to find people who can come alongside you and support you as a single parent that are married, um, that maybe have kids along the same age or even are older. The couple that came alongside us was, they had grown kids and had Mm. grandchildren. And so they kind of became like pseudo grandparents for my kids. But um, we would go to their house for dinner. Um, It just, they they opened us um, and made us part of their families, which was huge huge thing for us but um I would look for friends and and people that you can bring into your life um that you think would have great influence on your kids yeah um I one thing I learned when um we we were at North Point when they were in middle school and high school and um Reggie Joyner Mm -hmm. one of the things he said is who else is influencing your kids who else is speaking into their lives and I always that just was huge encouragement for me. I was always looking for guys that would speak into Scott's life. And um, to this day, there's there's a long list of guys who were um, 
mentors for seasons. Yeah. You know, not everyone's going to travel the entire journey, yep. but there were people that were like for two years speaking into his life and investing in him and yeah. um, things like that are really valuable, especially mm. if you're a mom with kids. I do think that you do want to be the primary voice because Absolutely. you're the ones that are developing their values and, and, and that sort of thing. So don't ever give up your voice, yeah. but find people to support you. That's and great. know them. Like, ask them questions. What do you feel about this? What do you think about this? Because right. you want to know what people are going to be speaking in and leading your kids to. That's great. That's very good. Well, thanks for listening to our first episode with Misty. In our next episode with her, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about just the idea of discipline in the house and also kind of parenting through the heart is what she calls it. And uh, and then again, we also get into this idea of dating with kids and, and what it looks like as a single parent. So uh, we look forward to sitting down with her on the next one and going through that. If you guys will just remember to go out and subscribe, uh, whether it's on iTunes or wherever it is that you guys are listening from as well well as give us some feedback on our Facebook page at hindsight podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Any new topics, questions we should be asking. We'd love to get some thoughts from you guys. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you on the next episode of hindsight podcast.